This is Financially Engaged with Ryan Connor from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Ryan provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Engaged with Ryan Connor. Welcome to this week's Financially Engaged, an educational podcast brought to you by Bushka Wealth Management. Bushka Wealth Management is an investment advisor firm with offices in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and Wausau, Wisconsin. I'm your host, Ryan Connor. I'm an investment advisor representative. The goal of this podcast is to promote education and increase awareness about financial topics ranging from investments, accounts, and economic trends to rules, regulations, and social security. Today, we're going to talk about currencies, particularly currency crises. Now, I'm sure all of you are familiar with currency. It's what you purchase things with. It's the dollar in your pocket or the amount of money on your debit card. It's really the oil that keeps the economic engine churning. You don't need to have studied economics, finance, or business to understand currency's most basic functions. You simply have needed to participate in the economy at all. But what about currency crises? What are they? How do they happen? And what are the consequences? We're going to give an introductory answer to all those questions today, provide some clarity on a potentially confusing topic. Now, a currency crises occurs when a country's currency, for example, like the US dollar, or the euro, or the Mexican peso, sees a significant reduction in its valuation. Now this is most often caused by two things that really work in unison. A concoction of economic doom, if you will. Excessive debt, and inflation. But before we can discuss those aspects, it's important to understand how nations actually finance their debt in the first place because that's really going to allow us to understand what's causing this. So let's say, for example, that you're Argentina, who, oddly enough, is currently going through a currency crisis. Now, you have excessive debt. You've spent more than you've been able to pay off, so you need money. Well, you go to investors and say that you want to borrow money and pay it back, with interest, of course, in seven years. Now, this is pretty typical. It's not an odd transaction by any means. But because Argentina's currency is not stable, or investors believe it may not be stable in the future, investors don't want to give their loan denominated in Argentine pesos. Instead, they want that loan denominated in American dollars, which is considered the world's reserve currency because of its stability and predictability. Now, why would investors not want to give the loan in Argentine pesos? Because of fears of inflation and devaluation because those work hand in hand. Now, if the Argentine peso is worth much less in seven years, then the value of the loan for the investor is not worth the time value of the money, nor the risk that they would be undertaking. This transaction, where loans are denominated in American dollars, is actually not an odd occurrence, or reserved only for those in dire straits. In fact, the American dollar is the most commonly denominated debt instrument in the entire world by a lot. 60% of all foreign currency reserves in the entire world are in American dollars. It's a currency that the world trusts to be stable. 
All right, so now that we established how the transaction works in terms of how these different currencies can be used to help pay off debt, it's time to talk about exactly what this means and how it happens. Now I spoke earlier about the dreaded concoction of economic doom, excessive debt and inflation. Now those are the two major causes that lead to a currency crisis. Now step one in this disaster is excessive debt. Now in the case of Argentina, who we've used this as an example in this, this is quite clearly the cause. Now, year over year, they were continuing to make financial commitments beyond their ability to pay has caused them to take out more and more loans. Well, all of a sudden, loans begin to be taken out just to pay off the old loans. So in this debt cycle, the country just ends up spinning their wheels. In order to try and pay off the debt or simply to meet their obligations, the central bank, who controls that country's currency, will start printing more and more money. But why does the printing of money only make the problem worse? Because currency, you know, the dollar in your pocket, works under the same principles as supply and, of supply and demand that everything else does. You know, it works the same for corn, for oil, for smartphones. If the demand remains the same, but supply increases, the value goes down. This is how inflation occurs. This is kind of going back to your Econ 101. Now, a little bit of inflation is not a big deal. In fact, it's really par for the course. It's how economies have generally been functioning. In fact, the US Federal Reserve actually has an inflation target of about 2% per year. The problem really occurs when central banks start printing too much money and inflation begins to rise into double digits or even worse. The most famous cases of disastrous levels of inflation, which are called hyperinflation, have occurred in Venezuela currently, Zimbabwe in 2008, and perhaps most famously in Weimar, Germany in the years following World War I. What happens when your inflation levels are too high? The costs for everything go up. I mean, there are pictures of people using wheelbarrows full of German Deutschmarks, which was the German currency at the time, to purchase just a loaf of bread. Now these are obviously extreme examples and the current situations in Argentina and also Turkey have not gotten this bad, but prices have risen nonetheless. So if prices rise, what effect does this have on a country's economy? Well, when a country's economic picture becomes unstable, investment in the country, not only from within the country, but also externally, begins to dwindle. If a business doesn't have a good idea of what the economy is going to look like tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, or five years from now, why would they want to invest? The risk-reward equation gets thrown all out of whack. So what this process does is it takes a bad situation and makes it even worse. It creates a terrible spiral that is very, very difficult to get out of. It's much easier to avoid getting into this position in the first place than to try and get out of it once it has started. Now there are consequences that are strictly monetary as well. If your currency is unstable, the demand for that currency is going to go down. No one is going to want to hold Argentine pesos if the peso is unstable. If people don't know what the value is gonna look like in 12 months, they're not going to want to have it. This leads us back to that supply and demand curve from Econ 101. If the supply is risen, which means we've printed more you know, dollars or pesos or whichever currency we're using, and that caused a devaluation, but now our demand is lowering even further, 
because our currency is not as um, desired in the world economy, devaluation worsens. This is another horrible spiral that is very, very difficult to get out of and has dire economic consequences. So what really are the takeaways here? Now this has been an episode packed full of a lot of information. So let's take away some important key points. Number one, that a currency crisis is almost always caused by bad policy. Number two, the two main contributors to currency crises are excessive debt and inflation. And number three, it is easier to avoid a crisis than to get out of it once it has already started. Now, this can affect you, the investor, in a number of ways. Currency crises alter the way investors act, so if you're investing right now, it's important to know how much exposure you have to emerging markets where currency crises are much more likely to occur. It's also important to understand these things in terms of how they affect your own economy and domestic policy. It's always nice to know how things across the world are going to affect the American economy. Now, if you want to know how your portfolio can stand up to the instability currently around the globe, you can sit down with one of our advisors. To schedule a meeting, you can call us at 715-335-4445. Thanks again for listening to us this week. Once again, I am Ryan Connor from Bushka Wealth Management, and you've been listening to Financially Engaged. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to go to Invest with Bushka. That's Invest with B-U-S-K-A dot com and head over to our radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play if you haven't yet. And finally, if you want any more information on what we discussed today, feel free to give us a call at 715-355-4445. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Engaged. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Ryan Connor at Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit him online at investwithbushka.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Bushka Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions Incorporated. Bushka Wealth Management LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions Incorporated are affiliated companies. Bushka Wealth Management LLC, Bushka Retirement Solutions, and Ryan Connor are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.